Good morning. How are you today? Yesterday, um, as we read the um, personal experience of Paul about his struggles against sin, which we can reflect and we can resonate, we will continue about his explanation about these struggles, that we are torn between two laws in our lives as believers. In Romans chapter 7, verse 21 to 25. Let me read the verses this morning in our English Standard Version. So I find to be a law that when I want to do right, evil lies close at hand. For I delight in the law of God in my inner being. But I see in my members another law, waging war against the law of my mind and making me captive to the law of sin that dwells in my members. Wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from this body of death? Thanks be to God, through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then I myself serve the law of God with my mind, but with my flesh I serve the law of sin. Paul describes a tension between two opposing laws of doing what is right and doing what is wrong, which we struggle every day. This is the tension. So here, when Paul mentioned about the word law, it describes not the law of Moses, but the universal principle of human behavior. Every time we want to do what is right, evil is waiting nearby. In other words, when we do what is right, there is always that corresponding pull for us to do evil. As a Christian, we have been freed from sin or from the power of sin. Sin is not anymore our master, but we are still in this flesh that desire to sin. Christians, according to the Apostle Paul in 2 Corinthians 5, verse 17, are new creatures. They have a new nature. He said there that, therefore, if any man is in crisis, a new creature, all things have passed away. Behold, all things are new. They have a new delight in the law of God in his or inner being. Hence, they love God's law and want to follow it. But the sinful desires that live in his flesh go to war against the law of his mind that wants to do what is right. The reason behind that is he may fall to temptation at times. So in other words, when the Holy Spirit lives in you and in me, we become a new creature. We have a new nature. We, have, we want to obey God because of the promptings of the Holy Spirit, but we are still in this flesh. That's why this conflict will continue to go on. In other words, the believer is not sinless, but one who sins less and less as we submit to the Holy Spirit's control, as we continue to obey His will, he will continue to control our hearts that we will not succumb to the temptations. So that's why we always have this cliche that the Christian life is not a sinless perfection, but a sincere progression in God. We want to outlive the weakness of the flesh. It is a reality we have to bear in our lifetime that we should master about. It always craves to do beyond that this is lawful, so that we will do that this is displeasing to God. So in other words, the flesh itself is not really wrong. It's just weak that the sin 
dwells there. That's why Paul repeated in this in this particular verses that we read that sin dwells in me. Sin dwells in that part of our lives which is the flesh, the weak part of our lives. We've got to put on the Lord Jesus Christ, therefore. That's why he said here, thanks be unto the Lord Jesus Christ, because he's the only reason that we can be victorious over sin, because of the power of the Lord Jesus Christ. We have identified, or we could identify ourselves with the power that he rose from the dead and overcome sin. But we have to appropriate this by faith. As Romans 13 verse 14 says, put on the Lord Jesus Christ and do not gratify the promptings of the flesh. So in other words, we don't need to follow our temptations. We can say no now to temptation. We can see that we don't succumb or we don't need to follow the temptations of the flesh because we have now the power to say no. And it's by the power of the Holy Spirit who lives in us. So in other words, there is these two law or two laws or the, the, these two laws that 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 is opposing or that are opposing in our lives, in our in our hearts. But let's recognize that one is greater in comparison to the others or the, to the other because of the promise of God that we are already victorious in the Lord Jesus Christ. Just for like, for example, the airplane. The airplane can fly, although it's made of steel or it's made of heavy materials, not steel or aluminum or what, because the law of aerodynamics is greater than the law of gravity. But once the law of aerodynamics fail, means that the engine is not running anymore, the propeller or the 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 mechanism of the machines is not working anymore. It will fail. It means that the gravity will pull down the the body of this plane towards the earth. It means that whenever we are not going to appropriate the power and the resource that we have already in Christ, the law. The, the 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 power of the Holy Spirit living in you and in me means that the weakness of the flesh will pull us down. There is no neutral neutrality in, in our life. There's no vacuum. Either we live in the flesh or we are controlled by the Spirit. It depends upon our submission every day. That's why we need to surrender and submit to His control day by day. I mentioned about the flesh. The flesh is weak. Now, there is nothing wrong with the pleasures that we crave, for example, food and even sex, but it should be in the context according to the Bible. Food is good as long as you are not going to, to eat more than you are able that you can be sinning, sinning against God because of your gluttony or sex outside of marriage that that is not legitimate anymore. So there is pleasure in the things that the world through because we are created with this blessing. Although this is weak, but we must consider that anything that is beyond this is already displacing before the Lord. So let's be watchful about this tension in our lives every day and 
surrender. Let's keep ourselves surrendered to the Lord day by day. Not to allow the promptings of the flesh to overrule us, but be controlled by the Spirit. Shall we not? Let us pray. Father, thank you for your word this morning. Thank you that we can trust and believe you, Lord, that you are always in control. I pray, your Father, that this will stay in our hearts, help us, that we will always be submitted and surrendered to the power of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you.